Oh my god, we finally... Let me start over. Are you speaking Martian, bro? Are you speaking fucking Martian? Please don't, please don't make this into a pit. I want that. I want to restart this. <laughs> nah, dude. I have no, I have no, no desire to turn this into a bit. We're, this is a fucking bit now, bruv. No. This is a bit. A little bit of cringe. I have, I have a full, a, 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 a full glass of wine here. That's right. Let's see how far down I go. Let's go. Anywho, uh, we have finally reached the same number episode of the podcast as Tim's IQ, which was very low hanging fruit. But Hell you know, yeah. you made fun of me, so go fuck yourself. I did make fun. I did make fun of you on Twitter, and I sent it. And yeah. I was like, "This is a funny thought." And then I just like it was like, and you bought you start out my name, you coward. <laughs> I always start out your name. You're a coward. You don't tag me in your roasts of me, but at least you have the. Yes, I do. No, you don't. But I love you. That's uh, that's that's what uh, I don't. That's what I don't say on the bird app is that I do love okay. you, Kyle. I'm gonna kiss you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's episode 60 of the Fail Son Tragedy Hour. I'm Kyle, and that's Tim. That's right. I don't even give you the dignity of introducing yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Keep apologizing, bitch. You know I'm what? reloading. Or what if I... What if I keep, keep you know what? Fuck it. I'm reloading. <laughs> you know what? I'm doubling down. What if okay. I, no, I'm not going to double down. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, as, as is tradition at this point, we have two milestones we've hit. It is an episode with a zero, which means Henry's back. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, there you go. There's, your, there's your intro. Hey, Henry. yeah, that's that's the only intro I. I know you're. I know you're biting your tongue, waiting to get in on this sick riff. That's right. <laughs> but uh, but guys, now, Mars needs moms. You're so right. right. Whoa! It is. It is another selection. For our, our Fail Sun Cinema Hour. That's right. Every 15 episodes, we watch a vile piece of garbage. Yeah. And uh, Henry has continuously referenced this movie, much to our confusion. And now uh, now that we've seen it, it is now much to our horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he continuously references uh, the 2011 Disney film, Mars Needs Moms. Yeah. It's not God Friended Me iconic. It's it's something that's always been there in the periphery. Like, mm-hmm. remember when people thought that'd be a good movie, and then it wasn't? No, I don't remember that at all. It's kind of like, you know... Personally, yeah, I don't remember that yeah, one bit. Yeah, per- remember yeah. when Robert Zemeckis thought motion capture was the future? I mean, well, he I'll wasn't wrong. About that in a bit. He wasn't Go wrong. Go ahead, Tim. Just in, just in a slight deviation of yeah. application. Being the first person to do it, uh, typically means that you will suck at first, mm-hmm. but uh, Robert Zemeckis, God bless him, just continues to be bad at it. That's right. He uh, the he did make Monster House though, and for that we can be thankful. That's right, folks. For that give we it up can for be thankful. Hot take: I actually uh, the Polar Express has become uh, a staple in this household. It's a good movie. It's decent. Tom mm-hmm. Hanks, I think it's solid. Tom Hanks carries it on his back, but the best Robert Zemeckis movie is, by a mile, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, no question. That's the best no, that's one. A, that's a classic. Oh, okay, no or question. Back to the Future. I forgot that was our boy, Robbie. That too, yeah. yeah. Or the one and where Forrest Joseph Gordon... And Forrest Gump. Or, the, or, yeah. or, or, or Wire. Yeah. 
The one what? where Joseph Gordon-Levitt wired. Uh, I believe type. I believe it's called The Walk. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the it's Man, Man on Wire <laughs> is the, the documentary. <laughs> Yo, from my favorite Robert Zemeckis movie, HBO's The Wire. That's right. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, technically speaking, let's get into it a little bit. Yeah, it came out in 2011. It is a uh, motion capture animated sci-fi movie about a young boy who uh, gets mad at his mom for making him do chores, and then uh, his mom gets abducted by aliens, and he has to go saw, uh, save her. Uh, it was not directed by Robert Zemeckis, uh, even though we keep talking about him. In fact, uh, it is directed by a man named Simon Wells, who actually started under Zemeckis at not under Zemeckis. He started at Richard Williams animation, which did all the animation for who framed Roger Rabbit. Nice. Right. Under Richard Williams, who was a, was a very good animator. He, uh, he then went on to, he then went on to uh, direct uh, the sequel to American tale. Five goes West. He directed Balto. Ooh. Uh, he, he directed Prince of Egypt. He had a, he had a fairly successful career in animation before moving on. Uh, but, he direct, and then he did uh, The Time Machine, which I believe is his only live-action movie. Uh, oh, he directed Where Back, A Dinosaur Story, which monstrously underrated, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, since he directed Mars Needs Moms, he has not done another movie. That's an interesting thing. He got sent thing. straight to director jail. Uh-oh. People have made worse movies than this, though. And they have. Oh, he was a uh, he was a sequence supervisor on Kung Fu Panda. Interesting. But that's the thing about that, this, he hasn't really done a whole lot. That's the thing about this movie. It has a lot of talented people, both mm-hmm. in front of and behind the camera. And, and Dan Fogler. Aw, come on, man. Come on, dude. I love come I on. love Pong's Balls of Fury. Ping Pong Balls of Fury. Every I, every every cycle, we get a new Josh Gad. You know, first it was first it was Jonah Hill, although admirably he has grown out of that role, and He's, then Josh Gad, and now then it was Dan Fogel. Hey, no, it was Dan no, Fogel. No, no, no. It was, then it was Josh jo- Jonah Hill, then Dan Fogler, then Jonah or uh, Josh Gad. That's right. And it is it, we're still in the Josh Gad era. That's right. But he is <laughs> he has just completely owned that role so much that everyone retroactively since or before. Is their own Josh Gad. Yeah. We're in the Gad dynasty. We're in the Gad zone. We're a couple of Gadflies talking about the Gad, the Gadster. Got my Gad bod. I'm on my Gad shit. I'm on my Gad Feel, shit. F- feeling like the white Josh Gad. But the best part of waking up is Fogler in your cup. <laughs> yes, Henry! Oh. Fuck yeah, dude. Come on. Hell Come on. Yeah. He can't Hell keep getting yeah. away with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling oh, for a com- Fantastic Beast three. That's right. Oh I'm, my god! Yo, I'm calling for a complete and total sh- total shutdown of Henry Liebentritt until we can figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah, I certainly don't know. <laughs> um, dude, what the hell is going fucking... on with this fucking guy? <laughs> but whatever it is, it's not good. Come on. Okay. Come on. Don't hurt him. <laughs> but let, let, let's get into the already dead. Because, because uh, let me tell you. Um, before we really get into what the movie is about, I got to say that this is one of the ugliest movies I think I've ever seen. That's right. The Polar Express came out in 2004, and it, it looks better than this movie. I know why. I feel like I know why. Why is that? Because you got... 
if the humans were just by okay, probably it also had a lower budget than Polar Express. Let me look it up. Um, but my set, my overall like guess is that you had the humans, which probably on their own looked fine, but then you factored in the aliens, which looked like car- like cartoons, but they were trying to do hyper realistic humans, and then the really goofy cartoons. So the juxtaposition of those two, like. Made it could be. Ma- made each other look worse. Uh, let's see. Uh, the budget for Mars Needs Moms was a hundred and fifty million dollars. Okay. And I'm looking up the Polar Express. Henry, what'd you think? It was oh, it was one hundred sixty-five million. Okay, so okay, oh. so I was a little right. Henry, what'd you think of the animation? I mean, it's not. It's not that's bad animation. It's just that, you know, being motion capture, particularly with the humans, it gets into uncanny valley. It does, yeah. Oh, like now, hold Dan on Fogler now. looks like a guy trying to do a Dan Fogler impression. <laughs> okay, here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. The Adventures of Tintin came out in the same year, and it was made for $15 million cheaper, and it looks so much better. I think I know so why. So much better. I think I know why. Because they knew what kind of person they were trying to recreate. That could be very, that could be true. Because, th- like, they kind of had the art style of Tintin factored in. But, like, Mars, Mars Needs Mommies, like, they had, like, they wanted to do the cartoon Martian and the real-life human. And I think they just were too different. Yeah, but even the humans look weird. Like, like I, my, like, the, the amount of emotion that was needed... And and even in the last decade, motion captures just even in the last five years between this and um, Planet of the Apes, like the level of detail that comes out of motion capture and the emotion you're able to convey through that is just, you know, leaps and bounds. Yeah, the, the eyes and the eyebrows when, were dead. There's yeah, no like <laughs> characters are ex- uh, are expressing like really extreme bouts of emotion at points, and it looks awful i can't describe it like their faces contort in a way that's either too extreme on one end or not extreme enough like uh there was one character that was like screaming yeah the mom the mommy yeah the the mom was like screaming (laughs) at the end she she, she, she was doing the joke she was going ah 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 you know Somehow she did kind of have the same facial expressions. I did, I did see a little bit of Joan Cusack. Like God bless peep, her. Peep in she, there. She was the best part of that movie to me. She, yeah, she was the best part of that movie, and she's also great in School of Rock, which it amazes me that people still try mm-hmm. and make movies after School of Rock. Me too. Uh, yeah, the animation is really ugly. And, like... Something you'd see in your nightmares. I'm going to see the the Martians in my nightmares for a while. The character design for them looked really weird too. Just I'm going to talk about the Martians for a bit. Uh, the male Martians look like hippies or like Rastas. Yeah, yeah. They got dreadlocks and like beards, but they 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 have like they're all covered in hair. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they, they don't, look like they're in the garbage. They look, yeah, they live in the garbage. They live in the trash. Yeah. They're trash men. That's right. But, like, the women, the trash. female Martians, yeah, have, like, 
extreme thigh gaps. Thigh gaps for days. Yeah, it was grotesque. All those Martians were caked up on a Thursday afternoon. No, it's grotesque, (laughs) in my opinion. No, Tim's going. Tim's going to horny jail for that one. A a, a large Shiba Inu comes into the studio. Walk, walk him up. By by studio, I do mean my bedroom. Bonk, go to horny junkyard. Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, go down shoot three. Um, yeah, go down, go shoot, down three. shoot three. Di- directly to horny jail. Don't collect two hundred. Yeah, <laughs> that's where horny jail is. Yeah. Not, so not only Kinda is the though. animation and character design really poor, but the story is so fucking dark. It's really it's, dark. It's really, really dark. dark. So like, uh, Dan Fogler is in the movie. As we've uh, said, the the okay. So Pikachu is Jonah Hill. No, 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 no. Char- Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> what? I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Uh, uh, Charmander. I'm sorry. Is Jonah Hill? Uh, the one in the middle is Charmeleon. Uh, Charmeleon is, Charmeleon Fogler. is Dan Fogler, and Charizard is Josh Gad. Right. <laughs> oh, All right. God, so so uh, epic fat guy Charmander, Dan Fogler. Uh, plays a guy named Gribble, who yes. we find out later on is just some fat, like, He's soy guy. He's a, He's a gamer. He lives in the trash, <laughs> and he he wants like. He has a sweet. This setup, is not. A, this isn't a really full fully characterized but he's like i'm gonna make this kid not save his mom so he can stay here with me forever and then that like quickly gets thrown away but then it's revealed like midway through the movie um that the reason he's such a uh an annoying man child is because his mom got abducted and then he couldn't save her so he tells his story tearfully to the poor child that uh has kind of fallen into his uh under his wing by uh flashback of him his mom gets uh her memories put into the nanny bots or whatever yeah yeah so let me we should probably explain the plot a little bit before we really we get should, into the specifics yes. yeah mars so, needs mom um, milo is this young boy who's played uh through motion capture by seth green but has uh but has the voice of a child yeah that confused they, they, me. they did a they did a child actor's voice they dubbed him over and his and mom seth green is the seth green's the first name that pops up in the credits yeah what the yeah. F- wait what the fuck he's not seth he, green he is, voice seth him? green is the face and the body yeah he he's plays the body. Him motion capture i'm tight um and My- milo uh is getting nagged by his mom about taking out the trash and eating his vegetables and uh, finally, he's too much of an annoying little scumbag that his mom sends him to his room so he can't watch a monster movie. And then um, he he uh, starts jumping on the bed, and his mom comes in and yells at him and is like, it would be so much easier if, my, uh, if I didn't have to be such a nagging mom. And he, and he shoots back with, it would be so much easier if I didn't have a mom. Which, like, and, epic burn. Like, she... The reaction, she an expression of horror. For like, yeah, the reaction. Oh like, that she, fucking she hair. starts to shut the door. She starts to shut the door, and he says that, and she opens the door. She's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like her, her jaw like unhinges, and then she like looks blankly at him for a second, and then turns away, and a tear goes down her face. They real, they really did not know how to emote. They fucking how yeah. to work that technology yet. Um. Well, it just had to be dead in the eyes because the shock. So they were like, "Fuck, yeah. let's just 
That's right. Let's just do she was shocked that her child would ever say such a thing. Uh, and then she gets, she goes to her room and then he feels bad and then uh, finds that she has been abducted by aliens. And uh, he manages to sneak aboard the ship to save her uh, where he, he, where he, he should have died. He should have died. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he gets he gets caught in the landing gear of the ship and as it's leaving the earth, like he start like you're gonna lose atmosphere, it's gonna get cold. Yeah. Like the the landing gear did not retract enough for him to not like <laughs> suffocate. The and then he he passes out. Yeah. He passes out because uh yeah, the G forces. Yeah, there's several inconsistencies in this where people can breathe on Mars and then mm-hmm. can't. Or, or go out in a short right. sleeve shirt. Yeah. Like, what? That's right. Like, fucking we'll what, bro? Well, that, so I think that's pretty much a good synopsis of the overall plot. And then they just run oh, around some this... halls for, like, an hour. Well, that was, like, yeah. the first 20, like, 15 that was, minutes. That was the yeah, first, even. that was the first 30 minutes. So, of so the point of thirty movie, uh, moms, is that there's this evil, ugly-looking alien. The males are stuck in the trash world below Mars, yeah. and the females run the planet. Yeah. So this is a girl boss movie. I was, and the uh, biggest girl boss of them all looks like a giant nutsack named uh, named the supervisor, the supervisor played who's by played, the played, played by the evil teacher from iCarly. Oh hell yeah, dude! Uh, from Austin Powers. That's right. Fuck yeah. Uh, she she uh, has these things called nanny bots that raise Mars hatchlings that kind of appear out of the soil yeah. <laughs> once every <laughs> once every twenty five years. And in order for the nanny bots, they can't program them to have personality, so they find uh, mothers from other planets and they take their personalities and put them in the nanny bots. And then the nanny bots can only be used once for some reason, which seems yeah. like a really big, yeah. seems like a huge waste of resources. That's right. But that's probably only because, no, no, no. Now I'm sensing a plot hole because they use one mar- one mother's one memories for the, all of the nanny bots. But if they yes. only use them once, probably I assume to uh, spare them the bond of lose the emotional trauma of forming a bond with and then losing a child. Kyle, I think the plot hole here is that this movie is mom. Mars needs moms, and That's correct. the whole thing is just kind of a big old, big old hole. Yeah, that's but, correct. But anywho, uh, so Milo meets Gribble, and his robot dog. Yeah, his robot two dog, cat. who two I dog? do not know who, how, what like, his two name cat. is. Two cat. Two cat. Is two cat. It, is it two cat or tube cat? T-W-O cat. Oh, uh, that confuses me. I thought he said toucan at first. but yeah, I thought that too. He I pronounces thought... it like five different ways. Yeah. That's right. And then um, with his help and the help of an alien girl named Key. That's right. Uh, he tries to find his mom. And then they find out uh, Gribble explains to Milo halfway through the movie, sorry for the big tease, and then just yeah. to completely <laughs> sidetrack for 10 minutes. But here's here's what we were talking about. Uh, Gribble is actually a kid named George Ribble, as Milo finds out. And uh, Gribble shows him uh, the memory he has of trying to find his mom. And uh, the way that they extract the memories from their moms is that they put them in a big tube or yeah. a big sphere 
and the sunrise on Mars activates a bunch of lenses and through the solar winds or whatever uh, extracts That's, the brains yeah. or the memories of, of the mom in the sphere. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, this, this all makes and sense. And it shows this by a uh, young Gribble running towards his mom with an extra Mars helmet, an, an air helmet, and uh, essentially watching his mom get fucking vaporized. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they show her, then they, like, flash it, showing back to him reacting in horror, and then it shows the tube again, and there's just smoke Completely coming empty. from the bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just vaporized. It takes such a dark turn that, like, was not anticipated at all yeah. from the beginning of the movie or, like, the mood set therein. Like, it's meant to, like, evoke some sort of feeling about Gribble, about why he is what he is, which there's no way you could survive that long without, like, dying. Yeah. Also, plot holes. Uh, What does he eat? What does he eat? Yeah. How is he building these contraptions? Because he's, like, a computer wizard. He understands Martian language, so he builds a bunch Mm -hmm. of translators. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this all I don't like, know what I don't know sense. what you guys are confused about. This all this all checks out to me. And then and then okay, so they they go through a bunch of shit and he finds his mom and uh it is it is like 10 minutes until the sun rises and she's on the table and he narrowly avoids seeing his own mother vaporized. Yeah. And saves her. Uh and then she comes to and fucking freaks out as we yeah. mentioned yeah. earlier. Emotionlessly ah! freaks out. Ah! Ah, ah, ah. By the so, way, she also sleeps in what is clearly a Carolina Panthers jersey. Yeah. <laughs> but they do not show yeah. the logos of the NFL yeah. or the they Carolina didn't get the, Panthers. the clearance for the rights. Yeah. So it's like a instead of the NFL shield, it's like a square. <laughs> yeah, but it's like this. It's like the exact same like blue. Oh, it's the exact same color. Yeah, it's the exact same like layout. Mm-hmm. Like I have no idea why they threw it in there, but um, for the for the, fun, for the love of the game, that's why for the love of the game. That's right. Mars loves football, so they are running <laughs> back to the ship, and uh, the supervisor uh, sees them and tries shooting them, and uh, Milo trips over the laser blast and yeah, breaks very- his helmet. <laughs> And instead of immediately exploding because of this, he just, like, suffocates. He's suffocating, and then his mom comes over, which, by the way, this scene emotionally did work for me. Uh, It did for me, too. Yeah, it it does a good job. His mom takes her helmet and puts it on him, and instead of, like, again, either exploding, as would would normally happen... Like or, the this is a total recall version where her eyes bug out. Her yeah, brain. or like instantly uh, freeze to or, death because or, once or again suffocating like Milo did, she just like dies peacefully. Yeah, it takes about five minutes for her to die. Yeah, and like, then and then um and then Griddle comes back and saves the day. Griddle uh, because he magically somehow finds the now like thirty year old air helmet that he was going to give his his mom before she got cooked (laughs) and puts it on her. So everyone lives. Everyone saves the day. Yeah, and she's Uh, not inhaling Martian sand. Yeah. Yeah. The objectively attractive key uh, (laughs) falls in love with the uh, hideous, gruesome gribble. (laughs) Gribble. 
This movie uh, and everyone has a everyone everyone you know has a good time. The the Martians reunite because uh, there's some old like graffiti in the caves that they discover that shows like oh Martians are supposed to have families too, and like everyone lives happily ever after. Yeah. And then the end credits show up and uh, it shows like the behind the scenes shooting of it, which is in like this big white room. Yeah. And everyone's wearing mocap suits. And Seth Green is using his own voice. It's it's kind of cool, honestly. Yeah, Love the I game. remember. But I texted I texted the group like I watched it first, and then I just texted, "Yo, the end credits are the best part. Good luck." Yeah. Now, seriously, it was pretty I, cool. I have a question for Kyle and Henry. Now, Kyle, sure. earlier you said this was a girl boss movie. Yeah. I I would I, I would re- like to propose a counter argument to you. Okay. I would actually say that this is the dude's rock movie. This is a girl boss movie becoming a dude's rock movie. I uh, no, yeah, I, this, I, this, this is this is a this is a uh, young libertarian movie saying, see if the feminists win, then yeah, they'll make yeah. it so men yeah. go into trash. This movie This is why we need meninism. This movie is the young Sheldon of animation. <laughs> 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 I don't I don't know what it means, but We'll Rimmel, go I find it. it hard to believe your mother was vaporized. Also, how have you subsisted for the yeah. last thirty like, years? Yeah. Like, uh, it's a good, it's a really good form to uh, derisively do a joke like that that actually uh, uses the actual questions we've been having throughout this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I was watching this movie, and then like the the fucking supervisor was like, "All the guys know how to do is have fun and." Dance. I was like, yeah, dude, dude's rock. Dude's rock. That's right. That's right, sister. Maybe, maybe if you had more fun, you wouldn't look like a scrotum. <laughs> maybe that's why maybe that's why Key likes Gribble because she realized she learns the lesson that dudes yeah. in fact like, rock. This yeah. movie has two You can theses. fall in love with a guy that looks like a Reddit moderator. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is just the this this is the, oh, dude, further proof that this is just dudes rock the movie. Like like That's right. Like, fucking. Oh, so by the way, one detail. Sorry, Tim. Oh yeah, you no, you're no. I was I was just gonna say you've heard of the Red Rock, buddy. Get get ready for the dudes rock. That's really what this movie and is. And it's a Red Rock. It's a Red Rock because it's Mars, dude. Yeah, because it's communist, mm-hmm. which is a uh, thing yes. that they bring up. But one thing, when Key like joins the party of Gribble and uh, and Milo, um, she like learns like English from like sixties television. Yeah. And um Gribble oh, is, yes. came up in, Gribble came up in the eighties. So he's making a bunch of eighties references and Ronald Reagan is yeah, he's part of he's yeah. part of Ronald Reagan's astronaut force to yeah. keep Mars from becoming See, communist. Yeah the communist. secret secret uh, But so when they interact yeah, when Key and Gribble interact, she's using '60s slang and he's using '80s slang. Dude, nothing yeah, is more. That jarring. was a very that was a very interesting uh, find for me that Key learned English by watching what looks like uh, if the Andy Griffith show took LSD. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's just a that's it's just like, a freaking origin story of WandaVision. That's it's like hippies Tom <laughs> hippies Tom Sawyer cops into painting a, a van. Yeah, that's not dude, a one division, but instead of Cat Dennings, it's Key. Yes, yeah. dude. Happy Cat Dennings Friday, everybody. 
Oh, it's Thursday. Wait. Speaking of Mar speaking of Marvel, hold on. Oh no. Oh no. This is a little detail. Uh, in 2020, Brie Larson revealed via YouTube that she had auditioned for the character Key. Oh. That would have so, made uh, no difference. Yeah. <laughs> not that not that the actress did a bad job, but it's just it's just like oh, dodge yeah. bullet. Thank God. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, I wonder Elizabeth how Elizabeth Harnois or Harnois. Yeah. Is her name? Who I've never she, heard of. She was on like some CSI, one of those CSIs. I, I would just love to see yeah. if, if Brie Larson would have gone on to make room if she had done um, <laughs> Mars, Mars Needs Moms. Ah, Yo, room but, uh, <laughs> room, but it's Milo and his mom from the movie. Dude, that movie, yeah. it's just Joe, it's just Joan Cusack going, what? <laughs> Instead of Jacob Tremblay, it's Seth Green. Just Seth Green just moving around. <laughs> that would have been great, yo. That would be very funny. Dude, you know what's funny? Like, another thing, like, about the science of this movie, like, just being... <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna write a fucking paper called The Scientific Inaccuracies of Mars Needs Mommies. <laughs> like, um, it, is that... There's like, whoa, low gravity, but everything on this fucking planet has weight, including Milo, who apparently, like, is supposed to be weightless. Like, he jumps and then, like, just falls down, like, pretty normally. Like, oh, they, yeah. It, like, I know that, like, fucking uh, Gibby has the fucking uh, weight, <laughs> weight, <laughs> has the fucking weight, has the, has the weight belt, but, like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Come on. Like, this movie's. Come on, dude. Yeah, like, he literally just rubbages through his stuff, and he's like, I got another belt for you. Here you go. Here you go. And of course, it's perfect for him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a perfectly Seth Green-sized um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking belt. Oh, I think by this the way, movie would have been much better if Seth Green kept his voice. Dude, yes. I, the whole, okay, honestly, I didn't know that a kid, like, dubbed over Seth Green's, uh, uh, like, mocap thing. So I was like... Yeah. I was like, this doesn't sound anything like Seth Green. Like, kudos to the sound mixers and engineers. I'm like, what the fuck? Wow, I didn't know he had a dinner. Because, like, I know that, like, you can, like, modulate. But I was like, that would sound way more artificial. But I'm also dumb. So, like, you know? Nope. Yeah. Oh, no, just also, pulled the old swisheroo. That's right. Also, also, they roast the Mars rover. Do yes, they, they do. They they pull uh, elaborate pranks on oh, the Mars that's right. rover. <laughs> that's right. Because Milo trips uh, over one of them. Milo yeah, trips Milo over trips it. Over like, what is dang like, thing? That there? And then uh, at the end of the movie, they uh, trick it by placing a background of Mars in front of it, and while it's investigating, like siphon off its energy. Yeah. For something at the end. Well, then they show question off mark sick graffiti. Mm, that's right. Yeah, the room. Oh, NASA they use that. Yeah, they do that to transfer the images of the graffiti for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes. I mean, this makes sense to me. I don't know what you. Mean. Oh yeah, yeah. So they get back to Earth, and, and Miles like, "So Gribble, are you gonna stay?" And he just goes, "Nah, you know what? I'm gonna bang this. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this yeah. lizard chick. I'm gonna hang out. I'm gonna hang out with Key. Yeah, that's pretty right. much. We're gonna that's have right. babies." We're gonna have the we're gonna have the ugliest looking babies in the entire world, dude. 
McGriddle's gonna have the fucking dude's rock lifetime <laughs> of his life. McRibble. Mick, Mick yeah, that's right. He's gonna have the Ugh. fucking. He's gonna have. He, he's gonna be the king of dudes. Yeah, he'll come back. He'll have a big beard. Dude, he's like, gonna invent podcasting rock. on Mars. Like, <laughs> tip, tips fedora, McGribble. Oh my god! Oh no! Oh he's gonna come back god. one day. He's gonna come. He's gonna come back one day, and Milo will have hit puberty, and he is now actually Seth Green. Yeah. And then he comes back. He's like, "Have you ever? Have you ever done DMT? I think it's entirely possible that you know we can talk. We can talk to. We can talk to birds." And he's got to be like, cool, man. <laughs> cool, dude. So, yeah, no, nice. Milo's just going to grow to be Jordan Peterson. He's gonna what? Be, yeah, he's going to be like, I only consume red meat. That's red what, meat, red red moon. That, oh, red that's, planet. Yeah, yeah that's red, right. Red planet. Red scare. Yeah. That's uh, right. Um, communism. Yeah. Uh, but I do got to say, like, the emotional beats at the end of the movie, despite how, like, bleak it seemed, like, the mother-son relationship at the end really did work emotionally. Yeah. I did believe that this being is a mother-and-son relationship. Yeah. By no means was this a good movie, but, like... No. It's not the no, worst the, one we've watched. Like, it has more emotional no, no. heart to it than Loquisha, and the animation's better than Foo Fight. Yeah. That is very true. And yeah. Kirk Cameron's not in it. That's thank God. Also correct. You know what? Bonus well, point. I wouldn't be surprised if you swipe a little too far in the IMDb credits if you just see Kirk Cameron as uh uh as fucking Wingnut. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Remember Wingnut? True. That's not true at all. It's <laughs> not true uh, at all. <laughs> it is true. Kirk Kirk Cameron is living the Christian's rock mentality. Okay. Just a little too good loud. for him. That's right. So this movie. I had something I forgot it. Oh damn it! Um. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, I got you. I love that. Uh, key. Oh no, they're herself. wiping your memory to go to the yeah. nanny box. Oh no! Oh, oh, oh. I was gonna What's say. That? I think the the verdict of this movie is that Robert Zemeckis and Dan Fogler should be both put in the vaporizing sphere. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the funniest parts is that of this of. The viewing experience, at least for for Henry, kind of watching this first, was um, <laughs> Kyle goes, oh, yeah. Dan, Dan, uh, Dan Fogel should be put to the firing squad, and mm-hmm. which is a scene in a movie in the movie where we're fucking we're uh, fucking uh, uh, Girdle fucking I keep forgetting his name. He goes, he he gets caught and he gets put in front of a firing squad, and then so Henry just goes, just wait a couple minutes. <laughs> that was yeah, that was hold cool. on to that buddy yeah hold on to that thought for just a moment mm-hmm. uh, i mean overall like like you're right the emotional parts of this what where it's supposed to be emotional it lands but somehow they like that fucking property gets lost in all like the humor of this movie right. the, the attempted humor yeah like oh, one yeah, of the, the humor scenes. the humor is bad one of the first scenes on of Milo on Mars, he gets to the junkyard and he sees the males for the first time, and he goes, "Oh, you know, my mom, she feeds me," That's and right. does the miming like fork into mouth and like she vacuums the house. They did. 
the 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 male monkeys do do a silly dance though, (laughs) so that was kind of fun to watch. It's like what happened? What's happening here? Yeah, and then a and then you just hear Dan Fogel's voice from the from the abyss. All right, kid, I gotcha. That was something that I figured just like. Oh, this is based on like a children's book that only had like 15 pages of material, so we had to pad it out a bit. So here's five useless minutes of like these del uh uh biped like Martian almost like primates. Yeah. Like dancing for you. And it looks it looks like the scariest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks if, like if exactly you, if you are a nine year old child, which is what this movie is marketed towards. Uh, this is going to make you piss yourself in the movie theater. That's right. Henry, if if you were a kid watching this movie, which, like, what would your takeaway from this movie be? Like, mm. disobey your parents because if you d- if you obey them, then the uh, aliens <laughs> might take them away? No, that's literally a part of what Gribble's telling his backstory. Yeah. He reveals, like, oh, he was a good kid because his mom raised him right, which is why the Martians wanted him. And he even says, like, Oh man, that's a weird moral to teach a kid, right? Yeah, I was like, Dan, like, mm. they, at least they're honest with themselves. Yeah, well, mm. he ex- he exposed the fault in the story. Yeah, which which leads me, I think, to the grander thesis of this movie is that dudes do indeed be paying while women be shopping. What? <laughs> what? Huh? Martian women, women be, be shopping. Yeah. Martian men be paying. That's right. I don't know, man. Huh? Kyle, I, I, you were looking at your phone, dog. You were barely paying attention to me. I was looking. I was looking at the stats for fucking Mars Needs Moms, but I was still <laughs> paying attention because I like to multitask. Hell yeah, the dude. stats. And yet, yeah, you're, you're looking I was at the still confused. Yeah, this movie. This movie's confusing on a lot of levels, like in terms of the humor, in terms of the message, which is don't. Listen to your parents until they get abducted yeah. by aliens and they almost die because uh, then you got to save them. Yeah, don't tell your parents you love them until they're on their deathbeds. I think that's the fucking that's moral. right. Which which any like which is very strange to like kind of impose that sense of mortality onto a kids movie, but also not because like I don't know like Sim like Lion King did it much better. Hmm. But yeah, <clears throat> I think it's oh, real, well. I think it's real fun, real fun movie. Good pick, Henry. <laughs> Thank you, Henry. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Good pick. A movie that has uh, uh, rendered me a little speechless. Not gonna lie. Somehow both dark and just a little bad. Mars may need moms, but viewers do not need to see this movie. Oh, oh shit. That's right. That's right. Hell <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Henry, thanks, Henry. Thanks I for think coming we'll take on. the movie. I think we'll I think the movie selections will be left to us next time. Fair yeah. enough. We'll watch <laughs> we'll watch a we'll watch a good movie next time. I think we owe it to ourselves. Do we? Would we get material th- from a good movie though? I think I think it's funnier if we watch shitty movies. I still yeah, want to show you guys. That's, okay, I that's still want to show you guys Troll Two. Uh, I still want to yeah. show you I would watch Troll Two. I, I want to watch, watch the last big save. Yeah, the last big save is a fun one. Any of the Frank D'Angelo canon, I think you would enjoy. 
it's an interesting but that, that that's our segment that's right that's 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 the fail sun cinema hour for you yeah, yeah uh what's zero what's, episode that's right what's in the mood what's in the news um what is i mean matt gates matt gates up? yeah eh, matt gates is still not much about him about. oh uh uh another kid got shot yeah another, uh, uh fucking in tennessee there were two mass shootings in one day and the news two was mass like shootings in a day the, the, and the, uh, the, the news anchor was like all right gang so we're uh, um wait which mass shooting is this <laughs> a vile Sheesh. and grim grim thought folks folks nature is healing america is back oh um you didn't really uh last episode prince hair or prince um oh yeah i had to tack that on at the end oh me, yeah oh that's yeah. right prince philip um uh somebody told him he died i guess and he was yeah, like oh shit dead. that was crazy dude the amount he died of the f- trying to suck his own dick that's right the funniest part of this whole thing is people having to be like, oh, how'd they meet? And then all like the British royal family historians are like, well. The family reunion. Literally. <laughs> these guys, like, I saw like one excerpt from a, uh, from a, uh, an article and it was like, just a fairy tale love story between Prince Philip and his third cousin. And it, it was mind bafflingly stupid. I'm very tired because of it. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite fairy tale. That's right. My favorite fairy tale <laughs> is the uh, uh, season one ending of True Detective. Just a fairy tale love story between between those. two. I have not finished True Detective season one. Oh. I've watched. I've watched True Detective season two. Objectively, but... the worst one. All right, but if you watch it on your own, as I did. Not it's not bad. bad, yeah, yeah. Vin, Vin, Vince Vaughn produces like a pretty good performance. He's pretty good in that. In that, I season. love when he talks about blue balls in your heart and uh, never being hungry, even if you're eating or something. That's right. That's but right. Anywho, yeah, but uh, Prince Philip. People got shot. So the first one that happened uh, this previous week was Dante Wright, who uh, who is 20 years old, and he got pulled over by the police because of like. The air fresheners in his car? Yeah. Uh, in, in most states, it's illegal to have, um, like, an air freshener dangling off your uh, oh, rear view Oh, because it blocks your view or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. like, but what? I've never how seen many, that how many people? How many people have that, and it's still a problem? Dude, or more then, or in the pandemic more recently is how many people I see have their masks hanging from their rear view mirror. Yeah. Uh-huh. So th- yeah, he got pulled over for that, and then when I guess then, they ran his info, they found he had a uh, outstanding warrant, and the warrant was be- uh, warrant was bullshit. The warrant was due to a missed court date Let's... because he got caught with like an insignificant amount of weed on him. Yeah, and then they decided to charge him anyways in a pandemic about it and hold court dates for it in a pandemic, which he missed. Be- uh, apparently, and because then... they sent it to the wrong address. That's what I heard. Ah. Okay, and then they realized he had a warrant, and then, you know, as police are wont to do, you know, they overreacted, I'm sure, and got too aggressive, and it spooked him, and he ran, and instead of just saying, oh, we got his address, we ran his plates, like, we'll find him later, they fucking shoot him. Yeah. Yeah, kids, 
He's twenty. He's, he's 20, a kid. He's yeah, twenty years old. 20 years he old. just had a kid of his own. Yeah, one year old you know, daughter. One year old, and then uh, the second one just recently. Uh, did this happen a while ago, and they just got around to showing it, or Dante Wright <sighs> happened a while ago? Couldn't tell you. And then one that was more recent was in Chicago. This kid uh, named Adam Toledo, mm-hmm. who I don't know what the deal with it is. Uh, he was 13 years old and uh, he may or may not have been part of some sort of gang and he had a gun and then, but he had already put the gun down and his hands were in his pockets when he was shot. Uh, And then, you know, the mayor of Chicago has been like, this is one I think that has been a few months uh late because Lori Lightfoot has been trying to cover it up just like everyone got mad at Rahm Emanuel for covering up Laquan McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, and then the prosecutor, uh, the prosecutor said that he had a gun in his hand and then the body, the body, uh, camera footage shows that he didn't and that his hands were in his pockets when he was shot. And then the prosecutor said, Oh, we made an error. Oopsie. And yet, a big oopsie. Uh, A bunch of people online are like, oh, this isn't as clear cut as the other ones because he had a gun. And uh, I'm as liberal as they come, but I I think the cop might have been justified in shooting this 13 year old. Uh, I'm one of the good guys, trust me. The people who probably say that's as clear cut as it, or like it's not that clear cut, are probably the same people who, who are like, oh, I think George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. Yeah. I know a guy who says that. Asthma. I know a guy who says that, that yeah, he had an overdose while bottle. 90 pounds of pressure was on his throat. Uh, but, like, they're <laughs> posting pictures of these two guys, and there was one guy named John Cardio who used to be LAPD, or NYPD. He used yeah. to be a cop somewhere. And he's uh, a, I think he's former, show, like, he, NYPD commissioner's police chief or some shit like that. Bad guy. Yeah, not a good guy. He posted two photos. It was a photo of uh, Dante Wright and his kid. And he's like, the media's description of Dante Wright. And then he shows a photo of him holding a gun. And it's like, the real Dante Wright. And I was like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? You're like, not only do you have a gun in your photo, in your profile picture, uh, you've posted photos of your sock drawer that's filled with like four guns. You posted a picture of you pointing a gun at a camera for like a hashtag trend. And he was like, well, I didn't have any warrants out against me. And it's like... No, 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 so, no, no, no. Yeah, you don't. Everyone like, loves the Second Amendment until you it's, you can until it's not white people holding the guns. Yeah, you yeah. can eat shit. And then the second one was fucking uh, Andy No, who I'm sure you've heard of. He's the he's he's the vile fan of uh, Mumford and Sons. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, milkshake man himself. <laughs> he's the milk he's the, the milkshake, milkshake lad boy. has returned, and he uh, um. So this guy named Eric Zorn for the Chicago Tribune wrote this thing. It said, column, let's wait before turning Slade 13-year-old Adam Toledo into a martyr. Uh, It's too early to say what led to the fatal shooting of Adam Toledo by Chicago police, but it's also too soon to make him a cause celebre. It's never too early to stop pretending that 13-year-olds are inherently harmless. And uh, first off, awful, vile opinion. 
Yeah. Uh, to which Andy No replies, Eric Zorn is right. No one is bothering to report that Toledo was involved in gang activity. He was armed with a pistol during the encounter with, with the police where he died. You are all angry Toledo didn't succeed in killing the officer. Which, no. What? No. Uh, yeah, no. no. And we, had ar- we have already sa- established that he had indeed disarmed himself and like kept his hands in his pockets as he was shot. Yeah. Like... You're just trying to justify the death of a kid. And then, well, you know, strap in, folks. There's another instance of police brutality against uh, the uh, U.S. Army uh, soldier who, I forget what state it was in. I think it was like Carolina or something like that. I can't remember, but uh, he had his hands out the window. He was, like, complying. He was just, he was like, what's going on? And then they. Oh, yeah, uh, because he had, he just bought a new car and was on his way home and they couldn't see, like, the 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 renters oh, plates the, oh, or the, temp, the the temp plates the temp plates or whatever yeah. in his in his rearview mirror or whatever and they like <laughs> and then they pepper they like pull their him. guns on him yeah that that was that's one that happened back in December that was okay that happened back in December and um the the police department in the town had happened they've had that footage since December and uh, they were like. You know what? We're going to do the right thing and, fi- and fire this police officer. Uh, but but it's pretty much just damage control. Just going, oh, shit, right. oh, fuck, oh, God, oh, damn. We've had this yeah. since December, and this guy's still out on the streets. That's how it always is. They're going to wait till the pressure dies down, and then then the the chump's going to get rehired somewhere else. There was like a um, there was a Boston cop who was caught on body camera during the uh, protests over the summer. Who's like, yeah, I ran over a bunch of protesters earlier. I saw. <laughs> and dude, he's back yeah. on the force, bro. There's a fucking uh, police officer. You're kidding me. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my god. There's a, there's a fucking. Um, a uh, cop in uh, Minnesota. Um, they were uh, they they were in the in the middle of the street. They were trying to get protesters away from some area, like one of the areas in the city. And uh, I guess they were just pretty much stopping cars and pulling the people out and arresting them. Yeah, and like putting punctures in the tires yeah, yeah, so the, no one you, can go you heard anywhere. A cop goes if they try driving away, like puncture their tires. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely fucked mm-hmm. and vile stuff. Yeah, it's um, insane. And oh, yeah. but like, don't protest about it or get mad in any yeah. way because Joe, get... Joe Biden is here to tell you that uh, destruction of property is absolutely not tolerated. Yeah. But yeah. don't worry. Uh, their greatest minds are on the case and they've all determined that uh, nothing is going to happen. And in fact, we're going to give more money to police. Yeah, they need more no, money I for training. I can't believe that nothing will fundamentally change in this era of nothing fundamentally changing. Yeah. Kim, oh wow. Who would have thought? Under the nothing will fundamentally change president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. We should have seen the signs. Damn. Who, <laughs> who, who would have thought that a president who told a room full of corporate donors nothing will fundamentally change? How are we supposed to know that nothing will fundamentally change? Who yeah. would have thought that an old conservative white man would, <laughs> would, 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 would see his of presidency the, as an old conservative white a man? A fucking middle-of-the-road Democrat who's probably mm-hmm. right of center. Who is best friends with, like, Strom Thurmond and Jesse yeah. Holmes. Uh, needs to be reminding uh, the guy who wrote the 92 crime bill. 94. 94, who... Same year, okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be f- factually accurate on this show. The when crime we're talking bill, about the these cr- things. yeah. When we're slam dunking on the nothing will fundamentally change president. 
Yeah. Hey, you guys thought Mars Needs Moms was bad? We're going to talk. We were talking about something worse. United States needs a mommy, and that mommy is Kamala. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, so, oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't heard that discourse Come on. yet. Like, like oh, like, Come on. Kamala's the mom. Mars needs mommy milkers. Oh no! Ugh. Gross. Gross. Ugh. Anyway, I'll probably be the title of the episode. <laughs> no. But, uh, just, just saying, just saying. Now, if you're one of those people who saw uh, any one of these shootings happen this week and was like, "Well, maybe the police were justified," no, fuck you, eat shit. You're bad. You're a bad person. Yeah, if that you're the fail like, son of the day, if you believe that. Uh, police aren't supposed to kill guilty people either. That's right. You know. That's so. Right. Yeah, you're a fail son of the day. I don't even think we need to do a fail son of the day. Yeah, any, I think that just about that sums involved, it up. The prosecutor that made an error. You know, any of the people who, like, are on the side of the police throughout this business. Anybody like, who mistakes their gun for a fucking taser. Yeah. Get yeah, fucking that's the that's given a fail son for, of the day. For the, uh, the right one. They were like, oh, they mistook their gun for their taser, which... You know, that's pretty on brand, though, if they keep fucking mistaking airsoft guns for, like, real guns and shooting children. That's, I mean, that is on brand for them. Right. I got scared. Yeah. Yeah, they're I, I nothing. I my pants when I saw a thirteen-year-old. They're nothing if not consistent. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think to kind of close out this episode on a on a little fun note, um, I have a relationship advice. Okay. Got a little please. fail advice for you. I got a little bit of a fuck it. Where's the joy after Ooh, this? Oh, so. very good. Spit. 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 My wife, forty-five female, said she Borat. may never have. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me take that again. <laughs> My wife, 45 female, said she may never have unprotected sex with me, 37 male, if I get the COVID vaccine. Like many people, I've had a hard time finding open COVID vaccination appointments, but yesterday snagged an open one for this morning. I told my wife last night, and she got upset about me not talking to her about it first. She doesn't want me to get the vaccine, and she said she may never have unprotected sex with me again if I do. She seems concerned that the mRNA vaccine will modify my DNA and doesn't want me to pass that on to her. She wouldn't let it go last night and brought it up again this morning, making me explicit, uh, making me explicitly acknowledge that if I get the vaccine, we may have to use a condom for the rest of our marriage. WTF? I don't even know what to do with that. Is this something that's circulating in anti-vaxxer circles or something? If anyone is wondering... I'm writing this while sitting in the 15-minute waiting area after receiving the vaccine. <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah, dude. Dude, yes. this episode is just dudes rocking. Dudes rocking. Dude's rocking. Dude's rock. Oh, I my, my God. Fi- I call my dick Pfizer because when you stick it in you, it fundamentally changes your DNA forever. Dude. Pfizer gang, rise up. Dude. Pfizer gang. Dude, next time they have protected sex, she'll be having three Johnsons in her. Oh, nice. boom, boom. Okay, if she thinks, if she thinks, <laughs> and it will vaccines, also give her a blood clot and die. Okay, <laughs> if she thinks vaccines don't work. What makes her think condoms do work? That's a very mm. fantastic point. Yeah. Or, or fundamentally, is a if, if the vaccine doesn't work, then how will it change his DNA? If it's just a dud. Oh no, yeah. I passed on an immunity to COVID to my children. 
Oh, yeah, damn. They were going to hate this. <laughs> They're going to hate this. Uh, send this send this broad to Mars. Dude. <laughs> they extracted her memory. <laughs> Mars needs the COVID vaccine. Dude, imagine. Mars I'm- needs Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the name of the episode. All right, all right. Oh, my God. I'm out on Stinky. Yeah, this guy rocks. He's a king. Yeah, yeah this fucking rules. The, the fact that he's like, oh, by the way, I posted it after. Uh, yeah, he's like, I'm typing this as him. I just got the that's vaccine. That's fucking I love amazing. It. I don't even need advice. I just wanted to brag. Yeah. That, honestly, that'd be fucking pimp. That'd be awesome. Absolute bragging rights go to this yeah. man. Yeah, put the, put your wife on a damn rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit, just hit the back of that thing and be like, yep, <laughs> send it on its way. This Sometimes thing, I wish I didn't have a wife at all. This thing can hold a lot of anti-vax mommies. <laughs> smacks the back. Smacks top, smacks top of Martian spaceship. Yeah, just go. This yeah. thing can pack a lot of moms. That's right. That's dude, right. Dude, imagine there was one where it's like, Imagine there's like a like a bonus scene of Mars Mars needs mommies and like fucking. Why do you keep calling it that? Why <laughs> do you keep calling it and that? It pa- and it pans over to like the the second to last bubble right before it gets like blown up by the sun, and it's like, I knew Bill Gates was behind it. <laughs> I think that'd be great. I think that'd be that would be cool. very funny. That's awesome. I love it. I'm having a good time with it. Well, Carl okay, so, and Henry, it is. Are, are we ready to move on to uh, throwing our hands to yeah, the sky? Yeah, f- fuck it. Where's the joy? Honey, where's the joy? I'm pretty stoked. Uh, uh, Dogecoin, you're going to the moon. That's right. We're shooting up. In the last like two days, Dogecoin has fucking absolutely skyrocketed. I have act- I have made. Uh, I took all of my stocks out uh, the other day because. Um, I had been hovering. I put $100 in like three months ago, and I had been hovering with Dogecoin and also like AMC, GameStop, a few of the free ones you get through Robinhood when you join and all that. Yeah. Uh, I had made – it was hovering between 120 and 150 So I, um, I took out all my money yesterday when I discovered that I was now at around $180, $190. I was like, wow, because I found out Dogecoin skyrocketed. It was initially at, I had bought in at around 0.03 cents, Mm -hmm. and I'd only put in about $30, and that had been about uh, 827 Dogecoin. So I took out, uh, but within two days, it it had gone up. So at the beginning of the week, one week ago, April 8th, it was at 0.6 cents, 0.06 cents, sorry. Uh, it is currently at 0.24. It is, oh. Yeah, it is at 24 cents right now. That's to the moon. Triple to the moon, no. maybe. Yeah. To Mars. Kyle, what's it like to be investing in, as this, in the same thing as uh, Tesla's master of coin, Elon? Ugh. Yeah, you just hope uh, he has to. You just hope he tweets something like DogCon and then it skyrockets. Yeah, Dogecoin yeah. to Moon. So I have, wow, I have just put Tesla. in. 
Dude, the funniest yeah. shit was when, uh, like, the Tuesday of the whole GME thing, he literally fucking yeah. tweeted out GME to the moon. And, like, me and my brother, like, I, I had Twitter open. He had Robinhood open. The second that was tweeted, it went, the, the stock rose from, like, 140 aftermarket to breaking 200. It was yeah. absolutely insane. So, so I started today at $174. I was going to just cash out everything mm-hmm. um, when, when my um, unfinished stocks, you know, decided to get into back into my account and then I would just cash out everything and be done with it. Why my hands of it? But I played around today and I was like, looks like, you know, Dogecoin went up to like 13 cents yeah. at the beginning of the day. And then it stayed there. I'm like, let me throw in 50 bucks. Cause I had started with 30. Sure. Right. I'm like, I'll throw in 50 bucks of what I have right now. What it, what's in my buying power. And then it shot up to like 18 cents. Right. So I was now at like $200 and I just checked now and I'm at 200, 240 bucks. Hey, so I just, I, I currently Hello. now have, uh, I threw in $150 worth. To the moon, Kyle, to the moon. So, to the moon. To the moon. That's right. The moon needs so, uh, Dogecoin. I'm going to see how it goes for the next few days. It looks like it's not going to stop going up. That's um, what I thought about. G- that's what I thought about GME. And then it went very yeah. much down. Yeah. Far be it for me. I'm going to see how it looks at, yeah. you know, the end of the end of the trading week. Hell yeah, dude. And I'm going to, I'm going to make a decision there, but like, I'll probably at least keep like 50 bucks in yeah, hell yeah, at any dude. given moment and cash out. That rocks. Um, so stocks genius right here. My yeah. my girlfriend was very uh, upset with me. That's you know, <laughs> or just I, like rolling her eyes at me. I'm like, babe, babe, you gotta you gotta listen. Like Doge, Dogecoin is getting big. It's going to the moon. What a good problem to have. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> having hey, having hey, a girlfriend hey. or having Dogecoin. Yes. Milo, okay. gee, yes. I gotta tell you about this Dogecoin. It's gonna go to the go it's to the go moon. to Mars. It's gonna go it's to gonna, it's gonna it's gonna be gribble tastic. It's As gonna be gribble tastic. <laughs> Kyle's Sorry, I want to gri- get that out. I'm very excited. Car- no, Kyle's fun. going gribble to the moon. Gribble coin. Gribble coin. <laughs> no. Disgusting. I hate it. How about you, Henry? Where's your joy? So, um, so my joy is kind of it. Kind of turns into my plug. So I'm just gonna. Oh, say very it. cool. Uh, so my improv troop nuts and bolts were back performing May twentieth. So we're back on the stage, baby. That's right. Uh, That's what's up. First, That's... first show since uh, March. No, since February twenty twenty. So we're all excited. So we're all we're all vaxxed, or at least the ones performing were all vaxxed. We're all immunized, and everything. Right. Uh, and also, um, very recently, like over the last couple of weeks, I've started writing for the Interloop blog. I saw that. Which is, which is essentially it's the onion for Rochester humor. Um, wow, you've made so, it to the big time, my friend. Uh, yo, yo, I did. So interlooplog.com. Really, really funny guys. Just being dudes. Um, dudes. Dudes rock. <laughs> posting, posting Rochester-based memes and onion headlines, and like, you know, it's Hell fun, yeah, dude. And uh, okay. so that was that was fun. So I'm actually finally writing something productive again, and. We're gonna be performing soon, so. Hell yeah, dude! 
We got so two, things we are got coming two together. Dudes winning. We got two there dudes fucking go. posting W's here. Philson's posting W's online. On but the Tim, pod. what about your W? Uh, my W. Um, so I'll, let me show you and uh, uh, show Kyle and Henry. <laughs> uh, me and my brother last Saturday we spent six and a half hours uh, building a guitar pedal. Nice. Oh wow. Um, very nice. We uh, uh my brother wanted to get into uh, electronics, and uh, I I kind of wanted to get into electronics. Not like, like he wanted to do it more on like a uh, like understanding the um the actual like circuitry side of it. And I do too, but it more in the sense of um, building guitar pedals. Uh, because I, I follow uh, a pedal maker on uh, Twitter and Instagram and on YouTube. He do, he does a show about like uh, pedal history because it's it's very it's pretty cool stuff, um, and it's very in depth with the circuitry. Like um, the reason it took six and a half hours is because uh, this was me and my brother's first time putting something like this together. And we were sitting around outside because, you know, breathing in solder smoke is not good for your lungs. Um, no, sitting around not. this tiny little circuit board, this little PCB, and soldering, like, fucking, like, a dozen diodes, like, fucking all these resistors, transistors, con- fluxes, and shit. Very intense stuff. Took six and a half hours. Uh, we luckily did everything right. The instructions were in black and white. That came with the kit. So that was useless. So we went online to find something else. Um, and at midnight, midnight 30, we went up, we came upstairs to my amp. We grabbed my guitar, plugged it in. Um, and it worked surprisingly. The, the light turned on when you put nine volts through it, um, but it was quiet. So what I did was I took the others, because this is an overdrive pedal. I took the other overdrive pedal I have and use it as a boost signal to boost the signal. And it sounded pretty okay. It sounded decent. So this is the first, awesome. first of many, uh, self builds. What, what's, what's that? What's that little illustration on it? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So this, uh, kit is a clone of what they call, or what it's called the clon centaur. So there's a little centaur on it. And the, the, the reason why this one is the one I chose is because the original Klon Centaurs, which were manufactured in the 90s and then discontinued in about like the early to mid-2000s, I think, or maybe a little bit later on, um, those are considered like the best overdrive circuits um, that you can buy. And they're very cool, f- uh, very cool. Um, and they're, you know, it, they look pretty much just like that golden closure with the centaur guy on it, but they're so rare that they cost $5,000. Wow. Okay. Me- meanwhile, so this was definitely the better option. A thousand percent. Um, I mean, is it as good as an original clone centaur? Absolutely not. It's a $40 kit. So the, the, the electronics are going to be a little shoddier. There's no true bypass in it, which is why the signal I think was so weak going straight through it and why it needed the boost. It needed that kind of bypass signal boost from the other overdrive. Um, but yeah, it, it fucking worked. Nice. So yeah, that's, that's where my joy comes from. For once it's not disc golf for the weather. Yeah. When are you and your brother going to build a disc? 
Um, when we have the ability to mold plastic. Okay. Which will probably never happen. It's a very expensive and time-consuming process. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, built a guitar pedal. What a very, what a very dudes rock episode. This, That's right. This episode's just for the dudes. I do have to ask you though. Sure. Uh, did you you uh got owned by Clickhole today? I did, did get owned. We we all no the three of us got owned by Clickhole. I believe. Okay. Um, okay. Because Explain. it's more of a slam dunk on the uh, institution. I would say. It's um, a Sunni joke. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Clickhole tweeted uh, from their main account. This is Clickhole. This is the guys. Uh, they, uh, the headline is tackling the student debt crisis. President Biden will give every American a free minor in digital humanities from SUNY Oswego, which is Let's an go. absolute fucking insane thing. It got 548 likes. The original tweet did 31 quote tweets and 91 retweets. So it's like a pretty well trending article. And I just went, what the fuck? And then I like replied to myself going, I've, I'm going back to bed. I've been owned by Clickhole because like I did I'm- like I, my major was in broadcasting and fucking creative writing. This bullshit. Dude, SUNY Joe. All I gotta say, man, promise is made, promise is kept. That's right. That's why it's- I voted for Joe Biden. My favorite SUNY joke, though, is still the one in 30 Rock. Like the best one. Where um where he goes, Oh, I hope your daughter enjoys graduating from SUNY. Don't, Don't even say, say it. it. Onianta. <laughs> Oneana gets mentioned a lot. Yeah. In like it's comedy a fun writers. Word. It's a fun word. No, yeah. it gets My... it gets mentioned a lot in comedy writers like things. Cause like I've seen like two or three indie movies that are like, I went to school at SUNY Oneonta. There's a um like there's a they huge... did an S an SNL skit where some guys graduated from SUNY Oneonta using the wrong colors, by the way. It is not blue and gold. Blue and gold is the uh colors of Oneonta High School, <gasps> red and white. Are soon red dragons. Go red dragons. Thank you. Um, it's the red dragons. Uh, my favorite SUNY, uh, or one of my favorite SUNY jokes, is in the first or second episode of Succession, uh, when uh, Brian uh, Cox's yeah, character yeah, has a has purchase. a heart attack. He has a fucking heart attack, and they go to like this like hospital, and uh, the the doctor's like, "We'll keep him here. Uh, he's in good good hands here. Like we'll we'll keep after him, keep him stabilized." And then, uh, fucking, um, oh, what's the character's name or the actor? Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong goes, all right, whatever. Uh, I don't want fucking Dr. Suni Purchase here uh, telling me uh, what, what they're going to do with my dad. Dude, I was watching that with my aunt in her apartment. I fucking lost my mind because nothing is funnier than ragging on Suni Purchase to me. I love it. Yeah. Suni you hear that, Derek? Like they come up owned, quite a lot. Bitch. You've been publicly Damn. owned by Succession. Honestly, it's because a lot of media is like in New York City, so like there's definitely people Thousand in and percent. around that go to Su- that have gone to SUNYs or like yeah, new people like, that went there. Oh, and a lot of kids from like the city in Long Island go up to SUNY Oneonta as well. Yeah, like any SUNY school, you will see a disproportionate amount of, of fucking kids, yeah. Long Island yeah. kids. Long Islanders. My, yeah. My other theory is that there are so many SUNY graduates who go and work in film and tv in los angeles that moved to la just to get out of new york yeah new york and california are like the big ones because they're the ones that really have 
I I could be wrong, but like it was it was bashed into my head as a kid that this the two states that like required standardized tests mm-hmm. were New York and California, yeah. and the two states that really have. Well, I could be wrong, but like the two states that you know of that have famous state systems like the the state school systems yeah. are right new york and california yeah. now that's not that's not saying they're the only ones right. my sister went to uh university of south carolina beaufort yeah you know there's the U- usc Bo- university of south carolina nuts. system there's i'm sure there's like university of like idaho system you know yeah. what i mean right yeah. but it's not like ohio state where there's like a giant Ohio state or a giant Penn yeah. state, even if they're satellite schools, I guess the closest, right. I guess the closest of the Sunnis is like Buffalo, but even then. Yeah. Right. Like, like California, you'd have like Cal or UCLA. Yeah. Right. Which like, dude, I was in, I, I did a school trip to LA a couple of years ago, like my senior year uh, at Oswego. And I was at a five guys in Burbank wearing my Oswego hoodie. And from across the room, two people go, Holy shit, SUNY Oswego? And I'm like, yeah, they, they were a recent alum. Oh, nice. Yeah, huh. like like you just wrought, like, like the SUNY system is an all-powerful being. That's who I worship. I worship That's right. the SUNY chancellor and my diploma. And President Deborah Stanley. Oh, gotta love her. Gotta love her. Yeah, I am a right. Deb Stan. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Talk about a girl boss. She belongs on Mars. She's a girl boss. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 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 what was that about? <laughs> God damn it. I think it's as good a place to end I, as any. Where the fuck did I just go full falsetto? What was that? Were you... <laughs> no, you tried to do the Joe Cusack screen. Oh, just... oh, I'm the Joko, baby. Uh, Mars yeah. needs a society. Mars, Mars needs a, that's right. Mars needs a dude's rock oh society. God. They need to be Joker pilled. Uh, I think Mars needs to get into Dogecoin. <laughs> okay, way to clear the room. Uh... Thank you for listening to the Felson <laughs> Tragedy Hour. You can find us wherever you uh, listen to your favorite podcasts, such as right. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Why don't you leave a five-star review or a nice little comment, or hit that old subscribe button, won't you, please? <laughs> you can find new episodes every Monday. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, at Pod, on Instagram, at Felson Tragedy Hour Podcast, or on Twitch.tv, at Felson Tragedy Hour. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Kyle M. Sherry. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Timmy Brenner. Henry, where can the fine folks follow you? Uh, Twitter is Henry Liebs. Instagram is Henry Jenry Lenry. So That's feel right. free to drop a follow. Excellent. Very Henry, cool. always a pleasure. Thank that you for having awesome. us on and showing us that awful fucking movie. <laughs> no problem. See you in, see you for episode 70, 70. which is That's the one right. after the nice episode. That's oh. right. We are inching closer and we closer to... to our nice episode. That's oh my god. This is Man, I got to step away from my fucking phone. This is too much. Oh. I'm 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 getting real crazy looking at uh looking at Dogecoin skyrocketing. Can I can I uh, stop the recording? Uh see you next time. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, I forgot. Uh, don't spill your beans.